Hello! It's us! It's you! We're here! Together! Why are we here? For another exciting week on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, Argentina's number five television <laughs> show podcast. And I don't think we, we've kept that. I think we've been drastically falling since, but we're going <laughs> to wear that badge proudly for the rest of our lives. Welcome to the show. You can officially support You Can't Disappoint a Podcast now on Patreon at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the place to go to help us move this show forward, and there's all kinds of exclusive content, fun interaction, events with Steven and myself, and all types of ways to influence our show on a weekly basis. So please consider supporting us on Patreon. If you want to get in on the action, make sure you email us your trivia, your MVP, and your funniest moments from that week's episode over to our email at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com, and we will read it right here on the show. We sure will, even if you beg us not to. Also, <laughs> hang out with us on the socials every week off the podcast. You know, we're on Facebook and YouTube under our podcast title. You can also find us on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast and Twitter, where we probably do the most of our uh, uh, jovial lollygaggery at You Can't Disappoint. So come hang out with us over there. Yeah, make sure you uh, give us, you smash that like and subscribe button. Give us that more... attention that we so desperately crave. Yeah, throw throw us your hearts, your wallets, and a couple kisses here and there, and we'll keep on pushing out this baby of ours that we call You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Look at me now, Dad! Yeah, look at me now, Dad! Look at me now, Dad! Look at me now, Dad! Steven, how are you on this most hallowed of days, this most hallowed of holy days today? You know, I'm nervous, I'm excited, I'm a little warm inside and outside. A little aroused. Slightly aroused. Yeah, I mean, enough Mostly that it's... aroused. <laughs> enough to be polite, but not enough to be rude, you know what I mean? Yeah, but depending on where the evening takes us, it might get a little rude. Well, if, if we're lucky. We're talking this way, of course, because today is Father's Day, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Ste- and Stephen and I practically don't have fathers, so it- it's never really been a day that I've given a shit about True. until now. Yeah. Because there's uh, a special boy in our life. There is, and there's someone who's come into our lives, and, and you know, regardless of how many times they may say specifically... Um, that they're not our father. They've really taken us in as sons. Well, let's get to what today's show is then, because they've said they're not our father, but today is Father's Day, and our mm-hmm. episode today is a sit-down fireside chat with our papa, our community daddy, uh, Matt from at Communities on Twitter. We we sing his praises all the time. We're glad to have a sit-down with them and to really spend some quality time with dad. So, of course, we've got to start off every episode like we always do to shout out at communities on Twitter. It's, as you're about to see in this interview we did, it, it's just one of the best, most wholesome uh, gathering of community fans and, and fan content. And and he brightens our lives all the time in many ways, gets us feeling warm and ready to go. Uh, I, 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 I feel like I have a, a big hole, you know? Mm-hmm. I just got this big, gaping hole and Matt from Communities tonight truly filled my hole. Just yeah, I've got a lot of itches. As could be filled um, at a lot of times, and 
he scratches all of them with whatever yeah. I ask him to. It's really great. You know, yeah, but not too rough. Little... Just the right amount of scratch. Well, yeah, enough that I kind of like curl my back a little bit, but not enough that like my doctor will see the next day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not enough that your mom's going to be asking you questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what today's show is. It's Father's <laughs> Day and we're doing a hangout with dad. We got to also shout out. Oh, hi. I am Zach. Hi, I'm Steven. And this is You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. <laughs> oh, man. It's been fun to kind of take a bit of a pause uh, between season two and three to do some of this fun stuff. Steven just got back from a really cool trip to New Orleans. How was your time in the city? It was a blast. I uh, got to explore a little bit, drink a lot of um, drinks that had rum in them. Um, got to do some dancing. It was fun. And you won a dance competition. I of, did. Right? I uh, won you two won in several categories at a dance competition. Yeah, yeah. It was a blast. It's um, incredible. Yeah, it was really nice. It was also my first time getting to competitively dance with uh, Danny. Shout out. Friend of the show. Um, yeah, which was great and got to spend a lot of time with her in the city, and that was great, too. Yeah. I, I Speaking of Danny, we should shout out our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Danny yeah. M. Lugo is one of them, along with Melissa LaPena. Please, again, let us know if that's right or not. Uh, Mary Baker Budisa. And who am I forgetting? Brian, Brian Thurman. Thurman. Could never forget. She won our first giveaway. Mm-hmm. We're glad that they all support us. They keep the lights going on over this place. Uh, uh, Steven's electricity is always on the verge of being turned off. It is. But and those, it, patron, those patrons pay the bill. So if you like what we do here and you want to help us make it better, take it to the next level, patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. We do the live you can't disappoint pre-show. I think we're going to be talking about recapping the iCarly revival for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, all kinds of stuff always going on over there. So if you like hanging out with us here, you should do it there. I'm glad to be back to doing this. Uh, I'm glad that we took a little break, but it, it's nice to, I know. to it's, come it's home. I know. It's been really nice. I've been excited all the last you know, few days, especially, um, getting ready for this, and and, and here we are. We, we get yeah. to talk to our dad. We get to talk to each other. It's nice. I wanted to say I felt like a little bit more return to normalcy this week because for the first time since 2019, I went to the movie theater. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. The last time I saw a movie was Rise of Skywalker. Wow. And we saw two films ah, in the episode same 11. Night. Yeah, episode 11. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best. Uh, that would have been the thing that came out before. So if you haven't checked out our bonus episode about Star Wars, Steven was ranking all the Star Wars movies and uh, somehow got to number 11 on a rant. I, it, was, it, was, it was weird. But I saw In the Heights in a big-ass Dolby movie theater with some booming speakers, and people nice. were cheering and clapping, and, man, it was a really fun way to to return to the movie theater, and it felt like uh, like normal life again. Lily and I used to go to the movie theater all the time, mm-hmm. so that was nice. And then afterwards, we saw A Quiet Place 2, which is, was pretty good, a good follow-up to the original, but it's have you seen the first one? Yes. It's, like, silent pretty much the entire time, mm-hmm. and... It was 10 o'clock, the showing was. People brought two or three very young children that were noisy throughout the entire movie. And the the people sitting next to us uh, had a backpack that was full of Asian takeout. They they, (laughs) got out of their bag and they put a seat in between them for the backpack. And they were talking to each other over their Asian food, the seats. And man, it just felt like home. It just felt like being back at the movie theater, being back at home. That's incredible. That 
that's really something you can't get the same way when you're watching movies at home. You don't get the uh, the sense of community that you get when you're in a theater with other people that paid you know to see it and then are making yeah. it about them. And, and truly, <laughs> In the Heights is on HBO Max at the same time. But if you feel safe and can make it happen to go see it on a big screen with loudspeakers, it's absolutely the type of movie that I got so much more out of it by seeing it in a, in a big screen in a big mm-hmm. environment. But let's get into things. We've got a big guest. We've got a big conversation. Uh, we're going to be back, I think, tomorrow with the first episode of season three. I believe yeah. that podcast will come out at the day after this. So plenty of content on the Riverbend. We're going to be talking about the season three Just premiere. the Riverbend. Biology 101. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to diving into season three. And I'm looking forward to sharing the the great conversation we just had with Papa. I feel like we should say that... We asked Matt from Communities if he wanted to come do an interview, having planned that it would coincide with Father's Day. We didn't tell him that, and we tried no. to keep it vague so we could surprise our community daddy when he showed up for the interview when we <laughs> made it weird. So I hope you enjoy. I, I think it went exactly how I wanted it to it go. Did. It did. I fun. couldn't have asked for a better better start to the, the interview. All right, we'll see you guys at the start of Season 3 tomorrow, and here it is. This is our interview with Matt from Communities, the legend. The myth. Happy Daddy's Day, everyone. Happy Day of Dads. Day of the Dad. Tell your daddy, your chosen daddy, your sugar daddy, your community daddy, whatever daddy you have in in, in, their, in your life, make sure you ride them hard with love today. Yes. <laughs> All right, here it is. Here it is. Here we go. And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. When you're coming home, daddy, don't. All right, I was really hoping that Stephen's mom would be here so we could at least be introduced. Um, <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a cool little parent trap situation. Uh. <laughs> yeah, um, Zach and I are going to switch places when we introduce you two. It's going to be really confusing for everyone. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Let's do this. All right, yeah? let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone, welcome to a very special bonus episode of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. We're here with uh, the man that without none of this would be here. This 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 castle would never have been built. It's true. Uh, he, he brick is, by he's brick. The, the moat bridge to <laughs> podcast success that we've always needed. And, of course, we're here to celebrate a, a very special day because today is Father's Day. Woo! And we're very excited <laughs> to have our community father with us today. Yeah, you know, this is uh, oh, my I did first not time. realize that's when you were dropping this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's really important for Zach and I to get to spend yeah. our favorite holiday oh. with our favorite guy. Right. And, and we're finally getting to live that dream after we, 23, 24 years. We I, really thought, I really should have done the math on this. <laughs> we really thought what better present to you than to spend this quality time together and you know we don't get to anymore. And times have been times have been tough. The coronavirus yeah. has kept us separate, you know. But but now we're all here in, in one place. It's uh, <laughs> it's conclusive proof in in your your parenthood. Uh, no. And and welcome to the show, everyone. We're excited. Yeah, I, I am happy to be on. You can't disappoint a podcast. So <laughs> for a multitude of reasons, and most of it's you know paternity related. But yes, absolutely. <laughs> If people, I don't know how they couldn't have not figured out who we're speaking to right now yet. We've got Matt of the the iconic communities on Twitter with us. 
Very exciting. Glad to have you. Sorry I don't have a studio audience to react to that. I'm sure, I'm sure people in their cars are just screaming. Yeah, there were six accidents that just happened because <laughs> of that announcement. So. They got communities? Yeah, we did, guys. We did. This we is did. Real. There's a re- yeah, I'm a really low bar as far as I go. I, I, I'm happy to do whatever y'all need. I mean, that's the... <laughs> I mean, I I haven't muted you uh, over this parental thing, so I feel too. like that's a I feel like that's a success, Mark. For the us, biggest favor that could be done for us, yeah. Is... <laughs> I'm sure people have muted us for a lot less before. <laughs> yeah, some people have muted us for the exact same reasons, which you know hurts, but yeah, we tried out several other community parental <laughs> figures, but they didn't they didn't stick quite as well. No. <laughs> So I'm glad to have you because we just recently did our season two roundtable with a bunch of people. And when we were putting it together, it it felt wrong that Papa wasn't a part of it. You yeah. know, and I got to thinking that you've pretty much been a bit on our show since the very beginning of it. So why hadn't we had you on yet? So here we are. We're doing it. It's time. We finally made it. The The empty seat at the head of our Thanksgiving table is now full. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it had I, just I been me and Steven. Your... <laughs> I listened to your roundtable. You had the right people there. I mean, I, Ed and Kevin and Alex are all. That was the, all the three, right? And Bo. And yeah, Bo. And Bo. Both of the oh, I'm sorry. Bo was committee. there. But I agreed. I thought that was really fun. No, I, I was I was thinking by podcast and forgot that they they switched to a duo. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the. What you know, for lack of a better term, watching you kids talk because you're all younger than I am. So I, I I'm gonna call you kids in that category not okay. as i i don't mind uh, Stephen and i are 37 years old so <laughs> we just look extremely young yeah it's you all know, the they hormones say zoom the takes chicken. away 10 years yeah <laughs> or or adds it or exposes it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well okay so communities was a presence that i was even aware of as far back as being in high school watching mm-hmm. community as it aired probably around Seasons four and five was was the Twitter yeah. active then? Absolutely. And Very much. So it was uh especially your your red profile picture. I feel like I, I remembered that seeing it all the time. Uh I and then I I, when we started the podcast, almost instantly we got messages from you. And that was the very first like obviously I didn't know who you anything about you or but it was just something that was closer to community that I was aware of that that was inviting us in, and it felt like a step closer to the thing that we're here to talk about. So it was it was really cool for us then. And now that we've networked and and yeah. and abused you in so many ways, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's a good circle. It's a good story, I think. Yeah, I remember getting a text from Zach that's like, "Hey, this like community page, you know, just messaged us and said, you know, they're excited. They're gonna tweet out the episode when we post it." You know, and it's so cool. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I like, looked at your page like, oh, yeah, I see all these followers. That's so cool. And, you know, we didn't even know that you were our dad then and <laughs> and that you were you were watching over us Neither all along. <laughs> yeah, that was not known by anyone. <laughs> Something special was born that day. And I wonder how many <laughs> I wonder how many community podcasts have also come and gone in the year and change oh. since then. Quite a few, I would say. Well, yeah, yeah I think there's. There's at least three, mm-hmm. I, if I can think of. I, I know two for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's three that it stopped after. No, I think one completed, uh, one completed a whole season, first season, 
And I'm, why am I drawing a blank? I, I adore her talking to her, but I, I'm just drawing Are a blank. Are you talking about Fluffy Town? Fluffy Town? Fluffy Town, yeah. So Fluffy yeah, Town was there yeah, for years. Great. She just she got, got real busy out. in her real life. So, you know, she got she went mm-hmm. back to doing her real life. That Must was great nice. for her. Um, yeah. And she had such a lovely voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were two others did a couple episodes and they were gone. Um, and they've re- one of them restarted a different podcast recently. So they're oh, doing really? something completely different. And happy for them. And there's a new one that uh, is dropping one like in the next week. All the time. All the time. Oh, yeah. And, it's like 19 active podcasts right now. That's I, wild. I feel like what I've been able to pick up on with kind of getting to know you a little bit over the last year is just that you're really passionate about the, the pieces of art and media that you love. Mm-hmm. And, and like sharing that and gathering people together that also love the same thing together in, in support of the thing. And I, I just think it's so great how that's driven you down this path of so many people that are making community-based content that now, I don't know, that even through your love of community, it's gone on to even a bigger community. I think it, it's really, really cool that that something that we, I, I'm rambling, I don't I don't know what the exact point is, but I think it's really cool that uh, that we're, we're all being brought together, all the content creators, and I think that's awesome that you seek them all out and, yeah. and lift them up. Because I no, think we have to... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Stephen. Well, I was say I don't think I, we absolutely wouldn't have the the you know the community of podcasters that we do if you weren't kind of the the linchpin that brought us all into the same room together, you know, in the same space, and the amount of like friendships and connections that we've made from that. You know, we can't even start to thank you enough. You know, G- give all the credit to the members there. I Mike and I. This Mike is one of the original three that started the account. When, when I started helping around the anniversary, when Mike and I started talking about it, like, look at all these podcasters, because, you know, <laughs> there was there was just like next to nothing. And then all of a sudden there's seven and then there's nine. And of course, then there's like 18, 19. And we, we talked to, to, you know, about what do we do? Because we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're bigger than all of them. Uh, and not, not as a negative, but we're bigger than all of them. We want to make... How can we help them? How do we do the best we can? And how do we avoid trouble? Because look, you're all talking about the same show that has yeah. exactly 110 episodes <laughs> and that has the same number of cast members. You know, that none of these things are kind of variant. So how do you how do you control this this resource basically where you don't mistreat the podcasters? And mm-hmm. Mike being a good Canadian, and I both agreed <laughs> on this this idea of just love them all. Just embrace them all, whatever they need, do whatever you can. And so that's what we've done. And Mike, uh, Mike's been on multiple podcasts to talk about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done a bunch. Uh, but, and, and our answer is always, when do you want us? Not yeah. nothing else. We, I, I would Personally, I would love to be on more episodes of episodes where they're talking about the show. Yeah. But that's not what you need. And, and 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 Mike and I have talked about you know we talked about a podcast at one point and we're like no uh, we can't do that and do this yeah I mean because that's it, unfair it would be to hard you. to promote yourself and mm-hmm. and promote everyone else at the same time yeah I love the community of podcasters that we have but it can be in the beginning when you're starting off and trying to establish it's yourself be scary yeah I wouldn't say scary because everyone's so nice but it kind of goes from Oh, I have this podcast idea. I'm so excited about to like. Oh, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's uh, more of this than any other podcast that I know of outside of people trying to tell you how to eat better and exercise more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, or, or news podcasts. I think community is yeah. right up front of that list. No, yeah. look, there's 
what I what we tell everybody when they start off is especially if they you know we get a message from we've gotten messages from multiple podcasters and, and active ones still right now where they're like okay scoops well no no it's what they're saying is okay we're we don't know if we're we need to keep doing this and mm-hmm. we don't know if we're doing what we want to do and we're you know we're worried nobody will listen and you know what every podcaster yeah, goes through early on sure. and so the response we tell all of you is look number one you better enjoy what you're doing it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what you're doing if you enjoy making this thing make that thing and be done with it and don't worry about it and the other thing is be whoever you are and that is unique that's really the best part what what uh, I used to teach history and you're trying to explain to people why that they can write a paper that's going to be good when they don't think they can write and the answer is always the same your perspective the way you put things together the way you see the world the way you do 20 seconds to Stephen watch this episode, all those things are unique to you. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it valuable. And that's what can be valuable to others, even if it's not, you know, I don't have a favorite. I, I don't love listening that. to, I, I, I listen I appreciate, to 19. I just don't have time. <laughs> I appreciate that opinion. I appreciate that stance that you are inclusive of everyone, but I, I don't believe that somewhere in your heart, that you don't have some type of favorite or at least a I, like a top you, five you or something. All do things I like, but you don't all do them. Mm. Like uh, the new hop on, they uh, one of them teaches, uh, I think he teaches English, I think Colin teaches English at college level. He does not talk about the shows the way you do, and it is mm-hmm. really uh, thoughtful and with words that have like eight syllables on occasion, and I enjoy <laughs> wow. him immensely. Eight? Uh, I actually listened. I've been listening through their Arrested Development episodes because I I personally don't listen to the other community podcasts. Mm -hmm. Not because you you probably shouldn't. It's because I do it, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to get caught up in what people do that I don't do. Or I don't know. I I like what we do. I can tell that other people are doing cool stuff. I'll check them out later, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tell people to you know if you're not sure what you're doing, listen to the other ones to get an idea, to get a structural idea, and then I tell them do your own version. So yeah. don't don't try to repeat what Alex is doing or either one of the Alexes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have enough podcasts. We have multiples the same name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah, so use whatever, whoever you are, do that. And that's the most interesting version you can be. And that's that's the interesting part. It's the, don't paint it by numbers. If you're only doing it to paint by numbers, there's already people that kind of do that as part of what they're doing. Yeah. And they still have stuff that's extra. Yeah. So I I appreciate the way you do it. It, it, it. Look, it's favorite. There's something everybody does that I enjoy, or I can't listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the way you two talk to each other. I like the way um, Good Greendale talks to each other. Mm-hmm. I I think both of you have a very funny, comfortable rapport, and the way you do it is interesting. Uh, when Dom and Andre are recording, I I love the way they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're unfortunately, all three we had completely them different. Out. They won't be coming back. We're, we've had them taken out. I missed them though. They were a great yeah. presence on the. I edited mixology for them, so yeah. No, it's they're just they're just in a particular place right now where they're busy. Mm-hmm. Doing a podcast but, is hard, especially. I don't know. It's nice the community kind of has a set end point. Yeah. But trying to put out something once a week, every week, and one or two people are doing it, it's pretty tough. So whatever I your schedule is, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, being on a schedule is hard. I mean, it's incredible. Like, think about uh, what six seasons in a podcast goes through. How do you mm. be on a schedule where you don't control your content? It's yeah. when somebody's available. 
so he's got he's got a task in front of him that's different than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Y'all have to find an hour, two hours to record <laughs> these things every week. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Regardless, what, well, you may have the free time, but you don't always have that free energy. You've yeah. got things in your life you have to do, and so I. I I, I'm impressed at how well people keep going. I mean, that's the hard part. It, th- mm-hmm. th- that's the secret secret to successful podcasts or successful to the level that you'll be happy with is being able to do it every week because that's what listeners yeah. want. And, and you'll do an excellent job of that. So no, I'm, I, I find it, uh, I feel for all of you. I think this is the best way to say it. I feel for <laughs> all of you. Once you get started and get going, it's a, it, it's a point in time where it's a grind. Yeah, I'm definitely oh, sure. very grateful for Zach because I know that if I were the one who had to do like the editing and stuff, it, it would not be out every week. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be out in a couple of weeks. We'll I see. Get, I yeah. get in a good habit of we record the podcast and I edit it on the same day. So I have one day that is completely off and I knock it out and then I don't really think about it the rest of the week. So that works out pretty well. Mm-hmm. But it, it does. It certainly takes a long time and it can be a, be a grind, but it putting something out like this and having people engage with it and to circle back, like meeting people like you and like how you said all the people yeah. that we had for our round table uh, that we didn't know a year ago. And it genuinely felt like being in a room of friends that I had known for a long time. There's so yeah, much it did. comfort between all of us. I feel like there's a lot of trust between all of us and uh, yeah, it's, it's really special. Mm-hmm. It makes it all worth any grind at all. I, I can't tell you how nice it is to have people that just love the show and, want to talk about it it's it's great well let's talk about the show what was your very earliest community memory did you were you a day one adopter uh no mike was mike mike on the the account he watched the pilot Um, i watched modern warfare when all the newspapers and uh tv critics shouldn't (laughs) say newspapers anymore i don't think anybody reads them um (laughs) when tv critics had a absolute fit after modern warfare when that came out and everybody was like this is the most ambitious television we've ever seen. And it was mm-hmm. really well done. And then I went and watched it and I was like, Oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I want more of this. And, and, and so I started finding ways to get caught up and I was current by season two's opener. Uh, that's the first one I watched live is anthropology one Oh one. At that point, was it a little bit of, was it a little bit of a challenge to find it to catch up a little bit? I mean, I can't, I can't remember. I think Hilly wasn't, Full mm, on. It yeah. wasn't. It was definitely. It's not next day at that point. Uh, but you did have some options. You did have some on demand where you could roll back and yeah. watch some mm-hmm. last couple of episodes. Uh, so you know, all I remember is watching Modern Warfare and then spending the summer getting caught up and and just loving the show and loving the cast and loving how they did what they were doing. Look, if you've seen, like I have, I watched every episode of Cheers back when I did not have a VCR. Wow. I had to watch it live, and if I missed it, I had to pay attention to the TV guide to make sure I caught it that night. And I'd be <laughs> sick if I had to. I need to be home on Thursday at that hour and that half yeah. hour. But when you watch a show like that, it, there's a lot of shows that don't hold up to that show. I mean, mm-hmm. Cheers is, I think, Cooperstown as far as great television, sitcom television. And they had like nine years or something. Um, Community was the first show I watched that was close. Wow, at mm. being that good, that funny, that consistent, and and surprised me. And so daring at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, Absolutely, there were plenty of good sitcoms of the early two thousands that were kind of like trail bra- trailblazers towards this uh, a single camera, non laugh track world mm-hmm. that we're yeah, in the gamers community. 
And there are a lot of good ones, but it did seem like it was just kind of they all had the same vibe. Yeah. And then yeah. Community came and did everything. It was a, a classic sitcom in all the best ways, but it was also more daring than any of the experimental ones in all of the best ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really is special. So when you first watched it, uh, seeing Modern Warfare, was it the scope of it that drew, that drew you so much to it? It was, or the cast, or any any. It's the ability characters? to do do literally anything on the screen and make yeah. it work. That was the amazing part. Look, a lot of television is really good. Office is a great show. I can't take it. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec is a great show. But you know what? I kind of know where they're going. Yeah. Ten minutes into the sure. episode, I know how it's going to end. It's true. Community did not let me have that. Um, I you know. I multiple times would watch an episode and come back and go, oh, this is the best episode I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I mean, when I saw virtual, I did the, you know, the Vance D&D, I said that when I watched that episode. Mm-hmm. When the virtual yeah. system analysis, when I watched that, I remember, mm-hmm. you know, finding my wife in the house, my wife, <laughs> finding a wife in the house saying, this is the greatest television show I've ever seen because they can literally do anything. Mm. And was your wife like, okay, I'm a lawyer. That's great. <laughs> can, you, can you do this in another room? <laughs> yeah, she was, she's highly tolerant of my obsessions. <laughs> she was mostly happy when I got to talk to Joel McHale, but outside of that, she's just highly tolerant of my obsessions. But no, I, I, I really, this show could tell the story in a way I didn't expect, did it in a way I didn't expect, did it better than I thought other shows did. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just love watching it. And I, and I love the, 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 the social media. This is where I didn't, I wasn't on Twitter before this. Right. I well, I, that's the only reason I got a Twitter account is community. Community was a great time for Twitter, too, because I know Dan Harmon was really heavy on Twitter during, what, seasons one through three or so? First of the first three. He's incredibly, incredibly active during the first three. The whole cast was they were actively doing it on purpose as, as to promote the show. And so the whole cast, the the writers and, and, and Dan, of course, were all actively you know trying to get people to watch the show and, and, and to interact with the fans. It was mm-hmm. great. I mean, my second message ever, direct message ever, is from uh, Danny Pudi. Wow, that's awesome! Uh, it's I can never delete Twitter because of it. Yeah. It's just a little. It, it's a mini. I don't even know what he was talking about now. It's because it's a. It was just a response to something I tweeted, and he yeah. just sent us a direct mm-hmm. message. I I don't remember what it what it was. I feel really <laughs> bad. I don't know why, uh, why I got this message, but it's my second message ever. That's awesome. Uh, so I, yeah, I. I'm going to always keep that account. I, I'm going to obey the terms of service. I need to keep that <laughs> message. <laughs> so then let's segue into that. What was your – so how did you get involved with communities? You say you got Twitter to interact with community. Did you just start yeah. with a personal Twitter? Yeah, I started with a personal Twitter because I just – you know, community talked about Twitter. Uh, the, the show mentioned it. The show mm-hmm. paid attention to it. And I noticed that there was – if there were people talking about the show, that's where they were. I mean, there's there's fandoms on Reddit. I don't want to take that away. There's Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. But Twitter was honestly home for a big part to of those people. To live watch something along with a bunch of yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> to live watch and to respond and the hashtag and to and to get the attention, get all the numbers. They had three things trending on one night on multiple nights, wow. on, on Thursday nights on a regular basis. I mean, they're really good at it. Uh, the Annie's move is the obvious one that was incredibly effective. I can't wait to get to that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's great, and it was so well done. They had a like a mini episode before the season two opener. I didn't even know about it at the time on Twitter, where they're having a little conversation between the the char- not oh, the so actors cool. but the character accounts. So oh, I mean, they're cool. they're yeah, they're super. They were super active in it, and they were smart about it. And so if you wanted to, you know, 
get a like from an, an, one of the actors or, or get a response from one of the actors from the show. It, 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 Facebook wasn't your place. Yeah. Instagram wasn't really a thing. It was Twitter. And so that was definitely where it was. And I started getting to know people there that um, Jen uh, from Rewatch. Mm-hmm. I knew mm-hmm. Jen because she was writing reviews by the third season. Mm-hmm. But I knew her before that. Most I of my know friends. That. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just about writes her website. Mm-hmm. Um, right with the WR. Um, uh, most of the people I have that I talk to on Twitter are people I got from community. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's very few people from my, you know, my own personal pro- life or professional work. Psst, I don't, that's not what Twitter's for for me. Twitter was solely for the purposes of me, as my real son says, fangirling over community. <laughs> and I'm happy. That's, that's exactly what it's for. And I love it. Well, that's really cool. What uh, you say, Danny messaged you. What were some of what are some of your early cast interactions that you remember uh, that, that really got I'm you? Trying going? to remember, you know, you get you get likes and stuff from Ken. Ken liked a ton of stuff. Even uh, to this day, he's great. T- Ken's great. Uh, Ken Ken and uh, McKenna follow my personal account before I was running communities. I always thought that was that was like, yay. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'll take that. Um, and they're they've been absolutely great. I don't want to. I don't bother them um <laughs> but i could but I, I could i could totally be a somebody they unfollow it's just <laughs> just like that uh but no you get you get responses from them just random stuff during the show when when they could i mean remember a lot of times they're still recording episodes mm-hmm. so you'd never get a response it was late in the season they're no longer mm-hmm. recording uh but you get stuff randomly all the time just just little interactions that's awesome um gillian wasn't that active Allison was, uh, Yvette was, Ken was, uh, Joel some, but Joel was, you know, Joel's working two jobs too, so Mm -hmm. he was busy. (laughs) So then as the show was going on and you got more involved with it, uh, what was it like as the show was really on rocky renewal terms, uh, probably I guess going into season three, were you really invested in the like a Christmas Troy type stuff that was going on. And, and <laughs> oh, the... yeah, I was, if you're on Twitter and you, and you're paying attention to the community, you got connected to the people who are active. So, uh, Mike, uh, Catherine, Lisa, Jen's one of them. Um, I, I can't believe I'm like Kim, the, she's the, the fan attorney. It's, it's a part of her name on the Twitter account. Uh, uh, Sean is a bunch of people that were active and some of them live in New York and those who live in New York went to Rockefeller Center and did stuff mm-hmm. and you know you got to interact with them I got to be good friends with uh, Catherine and, and with Mike uh, and with others I mean the my favorite people on social media outside of the podcasters are the people I met before the podcasters from mm-hmm. the community so I you know you, we get to be this really we're just this large group of people abused on the internet because we're constantly wanting our show to get renewed and to be yeah. renewed with some, you know, quickly. Uh, yeah. So don't show us the final episode and wait till the end of the month to tell us something. While everything else was getting renewed at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or where you get pulled in the middle of the, right after Christmas mm. and you I, just refuse to watch NBC on anything <laughs> until that is over. I didn't start. I I found community in between seasons three and four and I got the seasons from my library and I just watched the DVDs intensely for a really long time. And then season four, I got really involved online when the show was maybe going to get canceled, maybe going to get renewed. I remember when it got canceled, I had, excuse me. I had a friend who was one of the only people at school at the time who was a community friend. And I remember calling him and being like, bad news, buddy. 
community got canceled. We're not getting season. Yeah. I guess that would have been season six at the time. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It was, it was really uh, fun to be so emotionally invested in not just the show and the characters, but but telling everybody you knew about this show so we mm-hmm. can keep it going because it needs to go on. It, it was definitely a cult. Yeah, we're, we're in a version of a cult. Not an effective one, didn't raise money, no. didn't cause you to do no. strange things, but no. it was definitely, it was an emotional cult of some sort. <laughs> that you could, you know, it was, what was... Um, well, Paget was on uh, Harmontown after season six, and they mm-hmm. somebody asked her what it was like to work for Dan. She's like, "It's like a Stockholm syndrome that you really love. <laughs> it's 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 an, this abusive situation that you end up with something great because of it." So, mm-hmm. I mean, that was you know, being in the fandom was very similar. I mean. Mm-hmm. You were constantly refreshing Twitter because we all just used the main account. If we weren't using our phone, you're constantly have to refresh to see what's latest coming up. You were mm-hmm. constantly messaging with people, trying to find things you could do. You were, uh, you were searching for the stuff. Uh, if you advertise for community, we tweeted you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, if you were toothpaste or whatever you were, we thanked you for supporting our show. Oh, By that's the way, awesome. that's what you're supposed to do to save a show. That's how. That's actually how it works. Don't tweet the show. Get involved with the people who are sponsoring. Tell the so people who are paying money sponsor. for it they like it. Yeah, that mm-hmm. you want it. So that's that. That was a big help. Um, we think uh, there's always questions about how useful the fandom was. Right. But we did keep people talking. I mean, Catherine yeah. was outside of Rockefeller, Rockefeller Center with her violin playing music. Uh, by herself. Hmm. Wow! Literally, like that was one of the first things they did. Then they show up after the um, the, the holiday episode with felt beards and sing made up Christmas songs to, to to make sure people couldn't ignore. Them. And they got press from this. Yeah, yeah. You say you don't know how much the fandom helped, but I don't think we would have gotten season four no. and season five without that huge push for give us the rest of season three. I think they saw how serious they were enough to, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was super expensive to fire Dan Harmon and rehire new people to run this show that wasn't doing that well in the first place. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think any of that happens without the people putting on fake beards and, and no. standing outside 30 Rock. Whether they were, I don't know whether it got noticed at the time. <laughs> I I think the people who were paying for it noticed for sure. Well, I, I think regularly what, what they would say was, or at least they could say, is look, there's there's a there's a floor to this fan base that will not drop below. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember watching season four, and I talked about how great it was on Twitter. <laughs> it was not a great season compared to no. the other ones, but it was my show with my characters doing that thing that I really enjoy. I didn't know yeah. where all this stuff was going on. I tweeted about how much I enjoyed the episodes. I'm sure I did. No, I, 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 that was not true. Yeah completely uh, you're disappointed in some of them but yeah yeah but you still enjoyed them now at what point did you guys um like was it one person's idea to kind of form together and make the communities page or did one person make it and then kind of brought on other people to help with it or how did that all come that about? was a, that was a group that was my lisa and uh catherine uh mm-hmm. put it together Catherine was really busy wherever she was, uh, constantly doing stuff, getting people together. The when communities take Manhattan, uh, when they she's there, the, they're a big part of that group that does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike was helpful online. Lisa, they and Lisa's an artist. She made some artwork. She made the community's logo that you were talking about earlier. That was made by Lisa. Nice. I remember her, has, her, her account number later, but they they did it because they were trying to organize 
the fandom for the purpose of communicating whatever's happening to get people organized mm-hmm. to tweet together. So the, the account's initial existence is about that organization. They've been doing it as individuals, and so the community's account was created to help save the show. This sounds so and, much and like a cult. It. Yes, it does. <laughs> We're pushing the message forward. We're gathering together. And, <laughs> and, if, and if you buy shampoo and then the person you bring in buys shampoo, you get a little piece of it. So like I said, it's kind of <laughs> exactly. like a pyramid of money, not a scheme. <laughs> yeah, it's very much a, it was an emotional pyramid that never paid out like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so did all of the podcast stuff and supporting the podcast, did that come all after the series had ended? When did Oh, yeah. Was Alex the first one? No. Uh I think technically Jen was the first one we noticed because we knew her. I mean, I knew Jen. When Jen said, if I did a podcast about community, would mm. you be interested? And and we were like, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, and then we started looking around and it was like, there's others. Uh, Alex mm. was really close to the first. I think he's, I can't remember which one of them's older. Uh, neither older by much. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like there's a, there's a drinking in community that mm-hmm. where they basically drink different drinks to match the episode is like a pairing that's, awesome. uh, that's really cool. nice yeah they've been really they've been busy with their own lives for several months so you know or over a year now so um they they already existed before all of them there was another mm-hmm. podcast before alex uh but we didn't know they were there mm-hmm. yeah so it was alex and jen i can't remember what else just a handful i think there was like four when we first made the group i think the total was four Wow. And what did you say we're at now? We're below 20, but not far you below said 20, 19, right? I think. Uh, I think there are technically 18 active podcasts. Active meaning they've all put out episodes they, they've within. They've put it up in the last couple of months, yeah. Because wow. Dom, Dom and Andre, just, they, it's just a, they got their own lives in the way. Uh, they'll be back probably. Not if we have year. anything to do with it. <laughs> they won't. Leave them alone. <laughs> oh, it, was so, it was so fun to have that thing with them because it, it really was, did feel like we both started – within a week of each other mm-hmm. and oh, we yeah. were the same thing doing the doing same the thing. same episodes yeah and, and they had me on first by the way just want you to know i was on there months ago <laughs> well you know you had to prove yourself a little bit more you had to, you had, to... <laughs> <laughs> had to cut your teeth down there and yeah. the yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> no um no they I'm trying to think of it yeah i think the first thing there was four and then there was seven um and, and part of it was just to say to everybody, whatever you're doing, we're going to promote you. And if you need help with anything, we're here to help you. And that's that's it. And we we honestly, when I first we, we first I when we first started making this group thing, I thought this is where I can basically come down like Moses and let y'all know how things are going on <laughs> things. And mm-hmm. and that was it. And y'all have just turned it into an actual a group of people that really care about each other yeah. and care about doing well and invite each other on each other's shows. And y'all made it something I never expected um, to borrow a phrase, a community. And I really, <laughs> yeah, I, I really that. appreciate it. Oh, that group chat has been, yeah, any initial sense of, oh my God, it's all of these people who seem so cool and mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit older and more uh, put together than me, and now we, we are just friends. I feel like I could strike up a conversation with so many of those people about community or anything, really, mm-hmm. and oh, they'd yeah. be good well, people to go every, to. Everybody runs into problems on social media, and everybody has reactions to it, and sometimes people yeah. need help with it, and they're like, hey, can you, what, what do we do with this person? And, and and you you know or what do you do with the subject matter I, I how do you deal with this problem like when all this like last year 
Ed says, I want to do something about Black Lives Matter. I want to raise money. Can mm -hmm. we use your YouTube channel? And we literally only had the YouTube channel because we were going to talk to Chris McKenna. Mm -hmm. Can we use it because it has more files than everyone else's for the purposes of having this, you know, watch mm -hmm. all the episodes live stream with the podcasters? And we were like, yeah, absolutely. Don't know who's going to be able to help you, but, but yeah. <laughs> and what a day I, that turned out to be. Yeah, we that was about incredible. That, that was a great time. day. Is kind of being the... I don't know, one of the really formative pieces of our podcast mm -hmm. beginning. I'm sure that's the first time that we we chatted with each other was, yeah, was during that. Is. And uh, that's when we met Ed and Kevin and, and so many other people and Dom and Andre even. And, mm -hmm. and instantly it was like we hit it off and it felt like it just felt like, you know, I was the kid in high school who loved community so much but didn't have anyone to talk to about it or yeah. anyone who I could talk to about it didn't care about it. And all of a sudden, I'm in a group chat with 30 other people that were also that kid, regardless of where they were coming from at the time. It's really, really nice. It it's, shows the best in Twitter and social media. Yeah. You know, look, Twitter is a fire hose and part of its <laughs> own fire. I mean, it's, it's really, it can be a really difficult social media platform. But you can carve out through your own interests a place that's yours and you can participate and i think that's what we've done uh not just the podcasters but uh, the, the community fans yes. where there are people drawing pictures of abed nadir you know today yeah that show hasn't been on for six years <laughs> today somebody drew a really nice photo of abed nadir um um there was an artist, Matt, that drew for a hundred days straight a different version of the Dean. Those were awesome. Oh, that's cool. They were amazing. I mean, there's just, this is such a talented group of people that have been largely, for different reasons, overlooked, shunned, excluded, or didn't feel like they fit in. And I am just happy that what we can do with the account is connecting with other people that agree with them. Mm -hmm. about not even you don't have to love every bit of the show you don't have to ship trobed you don't have to ship jeff and annie you don't have to ship anything i i we don't ship the account doesn't ship anything on purpose don't care whatever yeah. gets you on this show let it get you and we're not going to tell you it can't so yeah there's a bunch of new fans since it hit netflix Absolutely. just a bunch of well, new followers of this mm -hmm. account there's a there's a, just a bunch of people still talking about the show and and I'll tell you what's what's really fun is you'll see people on Twitter going, um, I really I enjoy watching Community. Do I have any moots? Do I have any friends who actually yeah. watch it with and, me? And, and you're like, yes. Here's twenty thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I am part of seventeen thousand people who would love to talk about this show. Uh, yeah, it's great. I I I love that part. That's that's the best part of this. The best part is the the fans themselves. It is well, amazing to see how many. And I mean, Stephen and I are young, but how many younger people are finding the show mm -hmm. and really falling in love with it, showing how how truly evergreen it is. I feel like I'm always seeing people that are high school age or yeah. younger or a, a little lot. bit older that love the show. And the I love that for the show. Year, yeah. In yeah, the I, last year, the age brackets probably dropped 10 years. Wow. Yeah, I was going to ask you kind of, I know obviously last year was a big year for community with getting put on Netflix. Huge, yeah. And the timing with everyone being at home a lot, a lot of people watched a show that hadn't before. Um, and I was curious, kind of, I know the show's probably had some other spikes. You know, I'm sure when 
Um, Donald started to get more notoriety and got more famous. A lot of people watch the show. Same thing probably with Allison. Was last year probably the biggest like jump that the show has had since it went off the air in viewership, do you since think? Since it or? went off the air, last year was it. Wow. This, yeah. with the exception of seasons airing two and three, mm-hmm. is the greatest time to be a fan of this show ever. Right now. Wow. Right it now, is this great. is it. This is it. You know, we've, um, everyone always says six seasons in a movie, and I obviously that would be incredible to see it, it live out the way that we were a little bit promised that it would. You know, mm-hmm. it, the, it started off as a joke, but then the the show very much gave it to us as yeah. a rallying cry, and, and and took place in the mythos of it just as much as the fandom did. Yeah, well, uh, Fat Neil was a joke. Mm-hmm. Fat Neil is a joke in an episode, and that's all they're saying. It's like I just saw Fat Neil when Indigo before he gets mm-hmm. the last of the lima beans, and that was that was literally the beginning of creating the character Neil. Mm-hmm. So them making a joke and then it becoming you know canon is kind Very of normal. Kind of their <laughs> yeah, <thing. laughs> yeah. But look, um, Dan said in November of twenty nine uh, twenty twenty to stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, also, but don't also, harp like, on it because he will block you on say, Instagram. Right? Like, what <laughs> well, else no, are they going to say was, at this point? So, somebody said to him, you know, make it. All right, here's all the things that I know. I'll sum it all up for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everyone back wants to do in, it. In May of last year, before the table reads public, May of last year, Dan says uh, on Instagram, just a comment he's making, he says, the thing that everybody wants, people are talking about. And there's, there's meetings. That's as far as he and goes with it, really. And that thing was 15 more seasons of Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> it's his post. It's coming, seven, guys. It's after the, the seven, whatever the, whatever the 70 episode order they got for Rick and Morty. Yeah. 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 It, no, it was after that. And he's, he says, the thing that the fans want, to, that conversation's happening. Then both Allison and Yvette say that Sony called them. Okay. I didn't know asking that. Them, asking them about a, doing a movie. Now, um, Joel has always said they never called him, but uh, I'm pretty sure they called him, and he's just telling us that story because or he, they know that they he don't have to answer. call Joel. Almost, he's Joel, down. Joel, Joel yeah. will do it. <laughs> Joel and Ken they, are down. They might be busy, but they're down. Yeah, so they call out. We know they call out Al, Allison directly. We know they call Yvette directly. I'm pretty sure they called the rest of the cast except mm-hmm. for Chevy uh, about it. <laughs> then they have the table read, and uh, Donald says he'll do it. And what Dan has said since the show's ended is is this really simple thing. I can't pour my heart into writing a community movie and it never happened. That would be a miserable experience. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was when Donald says he would actually be interested in doing it, that made it sound like this much more likely. So we spent June that way. And then in November of the same year, Dan's, Somebody says, hey, why did you write this Biden commercial thing for the, the human beings? Why didn't you, you know, write a movie? And he, and he responds with, stay tuned, and lawyers were involved. Mm, I think I did hear that. That's exciting. Yeah. And a and, community and there's, movie. There's man. one last thing. Yeah. I'm going to get to it. Sony signed a deal with Netflix, and Sony is the property that owns community. Right. Sony yeah, signed a deal with it, Netflix yeah. just like two, three months ago to, to put their movies on Netflix for the next foreseeable years. Okay. So it would make sense. Yeah. Everything is in place. The table but a is script. set. The, at the moment somebody says there's a script, then the, the whole collectively we should all lose our minds. Yeah. Everyone's going nuts. And that's but the thing though. Then, I can see can. how hard it is for Dan Harmon to, who already, you know, struggles a lot, not 
like has a self struggle to be able to tell us the stories that he likes to tell. He mm-hmm. puts himself through a lot to tell stories that he likes, and he thinks about every little detail. I'm sure. Uh, just the thought of navigating what the plot would be would give him an aneurysm or something. You know, a community <laughs> movie would have and he's to gonna bo- change it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would have to both be so many different things that everybody wants it to be, and also something that none of us are expecting at all. And that's man, that's just what show has yeah. has come back after that period and it not been met with the like. It's cool to see everyone again, but eh. not saying the community isn't good enough to be the thing that turns that around. Yeah. But I don't know. It's daunting, I'm sure. Yeah, Psych Psych has done it. They're making like a third movie for crying out loud. A risk development, not so much. Look, Dan Dan's writing style and the way he gets to the humor of the story is brutal emotionally for him, as far Mm -hmm. as I can tell. And I don't think he's found a way around it. Um, but he has gotten better with the a writing staff on Rick mm-hmm. and Morty. Yeah, you don't hear horror stories like that stuff anymore. I I think that's helped. I think having a writing staff. He's talked about it repeatedly about, it, particularly for community, never never realizing what a great set of people he had behind him. He knew he had talent. He had funny mm-hmm. people, but, but it he was never about really him. gave them enough. Never gave them enough credit for what they were doing. And, and he he tried to do all the time, but he just realized that you know. If I could have, if I could have learned to step back a little bit, they could have made these episodes and made them better, faster, more efficiently. Yeah. But it was his his he was so emotionally tied to it, it didn't work. I mean, uh, Jeffrey and Ovid are both two parts of Dan's personality. Sure. Mm-hmm. So for him, those voices are his. And I, I remember the comments he hard. made about watching season four, and I won't repeat them, but how he how he said watching season four felt and i can totally see that if it yeah if it's someone takes away your toys from you and then yeah. tells a story with it it's like you're telling it wrong you're playing with them wrong everything's mm-hmm. wrong everything regardless of the quality uh, season four definitely has its ups and downs there's some yeah. really really phenomenal episodes in season four but i cannot imagine the almost it would be worse for dan if the episodes were phenomenal you know, yeah, I, I feel I like that so. would oh, be, be so I, hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think, I think, uh, I mean, I'm sure some of them he watches, eats like, uh, you know, I wish, I wish I'd have read that. There's some great lines in season mm-hmm. four, but there, there are things that were, look, they, they weren't pulling from whole cloth the right season four. They had yeah. ideas they were floating around. They were on the storyboards. There were ideas, and they finally, you know, found a way to make them stories. And some of them worked really well, and some of them didn't. And those are stories Dan wanted to tell in his own voice. And they're, and to him, they were all burned after mm. that. He can't mm-hmm. use them. And so, I mean, that was part of his frustration if you listen to the Harmontown uh, discussion about it. And I think Andy talked about it some. He was not there when Dan first got back. Uh, and uh, I think Tim Sicardo said, congratulations, that was brutal. Because uh, mm. Tim was uh, season four and season five. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's... Uh, there's a there's a good argument for what you're saying. I think I think it's hard for him to do, but I I hope he's done it. Mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope he's done it. I, I mean, they definitely all know that they can't play with us like that, regardless <laughs> of whether or not it happens. There's a lot of stuff that has to happen right and that has to happen at the same time for it all to line up and happen. But I they couldn't be dangling it in front of our face if they're if I don't know. If, yeah, well, look look at how they answer, and I think Joel does the best job of answering the question. He says the same thing every time, and he does that because he knows if it's just a little different, we're going to freak out, even if he means there's no difference, mm-hmm. like nothing's changed. 
uh, to Joe, you'll notice he's like, hey, it's, he goes, he goes every, he says some, he makes this plain metaphor every time it comes up. He's like, it's like putting together a, a Boeing 747 or something. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of parts and a lot of people. Have to be yeah. involved. He's completely right about that. But we, we don't want to hear that stupid plain thing. We want to hear this, you know, <laughs> we're filming in October. That's that's the yeah. phrase I want to hear. I want to hear that. I think, by the way, I think that's the right window for everybody's schedules. I think that mm-hmm. would actually work out. Uh, but, yeah, that's what everybody wants. I would almost personally rather, instead of a theatrical-length movie, have something a la Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life. And have mm. like three or four hour to hour and a half or so long things. Because what, how can a movie be, you know, you want the big homage part of it, but how can it yeah. be that? I'm sure they could do it just fine, but I would love to see well, something that. Did takes they ever us a turn an homage off? I mean, that's the, that's the problem that's with true. every one of those. You can't turn off until the end. And so there's, there's a technical story. This is from a story standpoint, it's really difficult to do. You could rescue somebody from an homage story, so that, that yeah. arguably they could do something like that. I, I, I know a lot of people have opinions about what it would be, and I've I've joked that it always should start in Atlanta uh, because that's <laughs> where be Donald funny. is. Yeah, and it started in the in Teddy's mansion mm-hmm. with Abed with Abed walking out the door saying, "Hey, I'll be back in a little bit" or something, and 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 Troy inside it's like, you know, okay, see you in whatever, and mm-hmm. that be the start. And then have whatever the MacGuffin is, is is Abed going getting all the people together because we just you know they got to save go. Greendale again or something probably or yeah, whatever right? the thing is yeah maybe they're maybe they're coming to Leonard's funeral maybe they're coming mm. to uh, Greendale becoming a four year college that sounds ridiculous <laughs> that'd uh, be kind of fun yeah, yeah. I mean there's they're, they're or you know showing up for Jeff's wedding for whoever he's marrying I mm-hmm. don't care uh, whatever the subject matter is they they could do whatever and Dan Dan writes in a way that I. I don't put these limits on him. He can do whatever he wants. And right, I'm, you're right. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course we're going to watch it. That was never part of the argument. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Yeah. It could and be I'm the worst thing ever, it. and I would watch it 20 times. But I'll tell you week. the version that sucks if it sounds just like the thing that I think it'll be. Mm. That's the version of Community that'll never be, and I know that's a problem for Dan because it has how to be do you do daring. that? Yeah. How do you do that with set seven characters like they do? It's, it's, yeah, it's totally. a tall order. And it's it's incredible that they did it for as long as they did on the, the show. I mean, talk about how hard a movie would be to put together. They did it for 110 episodes, <laughs> give or take a few, right? Yeah, yeah Dan made 97 21-minute movies. Okay, yeah. that's, that's, that's the quality we're dealing with. So, yeah, I think there's an easy thing to say. Uh, yeah, this is going to be incredibly hard, and we just really hope that he pulls it off. Yeah. yeah. So talking a little bit more about the end of the show, were you really heartbroken when Dan was fired at first? Was that something that that you took a lot of, I don't know, did you pay a lot of attention to what was going on for season four? Did 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 you worry for the show? Oh, yeah. Well, you get you get a half order. Half order usually means you're not coming back for a whole order later. Mm-hmm. You're filling in for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Thank God everybody loses the Big Bang Theory and Survivor yeah. and... Mm. Uh, whatever that singing show was, The uh, Voice, probably. No, it no? was American Idol. American Idol. American, American Idol. Was on Idol Fox. Still? Yeah, okay. yeah. So you had all these oh, shows the just NBC. beating the, and then you know I think football didn't even get on the channels on Thursday night yet. Uh, mm-hmm. not yeah, NFL. So you you were getting beat up by whatever, and every show got beat up afterwards. 
So that was mildly comforting. It's the only time I watched TV ratings for shows I didn't watch was mm. to figure out if uh, they outperformed how the community, bad we're losing. And none of them, none of them could. None of them get close. Um, and that, that, that kind of helped them. That and they were getting closer to syndication numbers. Mm. So the more episodes they had, ultimately the better off. I they remember would be. those conversations. And and well, look, I, I mean, we were just a few years away from streaming becoming the juggernaut that it really is. It probably yeah. doesn't matter that much anymore if you made it to a hundred episodes or not. Oh, you can you can show you got twenty something episodes. There's there's like twenty. I think it's not even twenty. There's like 20, 15, 18 episodes of a show called Better Off Ted. It's an excellent, funny show. It's Better a phenomenal show. I love it's Better Off Ted. It's an amazing show. Jay Harrington is one of my favorite people. I always wanted to dress as good as Ted did. I yeah. mean. <laughs> That was a really good show. uh, Yeah, just stellar cast. I mean, there's not 20 episodes of that, and it streams. It's always moving around, but it streams, and it's great. It's very funny. And it had slightly higher ratings in Community and got cut after two years by ABC. Did it really? Oh, yes. Two years. I remember I had so much fun. I think Better Off Ted was on the couple of years that Scrubs was on ABC, and Mm -hmm. I think I would watch the two of them back to back. Yeah, Better Off Ted was. Those, those, uh, Viridian commercials are still so funny. funny. The episode so funny. where there's like uh, uh this is such a track that we're going down, but whatever. <laughs> the episode where there's like a sensor that the company has that to is open the doors and stuff. Episode they have. And it's, and it yeah. doesn't see the black employees. Oh my it, god. Uh, it so does funny. see the the people of poly, uh <laughs> the Polynesians. It does see people from from, from Hawaii. It just didn't happen to see. Doesn't see the one black guy that works. It there. doesn't see any of the African American employees, but it saw it's like, but we, but it sees the Pacific Islanders. And we're like, hey, that's that's the good part of this, and and the and the way they get rid of it is they they tell management the the problem ultimately is parking. <laughs> it is. It's a perfect. It's a perfectly funny episode. It's a great single show. single camera. If you like Community and you haven't checked out, out Better Off Ted, there's not a lot of it, but it'd be an easy binge just, for a fan of Just oh, yeah. Google Viridian and look up the, their diversity ad, and if that doesn't hook you, there's nothing that can help you. Because it says, we're, we're happy we'll shake on it, and it's two white hands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Arrested Development's one of my favorite shows of all time, and Portia de Rossi, uh, I like her Fabulous way more in, in Better Off Ted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Way better in Better Off Ted. The first, sorry, community fans, but the first three seasons of Arrested Development, I think, are untouchable by anything else. Never uh, when, watched it. When they brought it back, I was glad to see it back, but it was a mess. Yeah. But the yeah. first three seasons are, are damn Arrested Development's pretty, really tough to touch from, yeah. So when Dan then got brought back in season five, where, did you feel, I don't know, did you feel really invigorated like everyone else did? Did you Absolutely. think now this show is going to last forever? I, the first time I got to see Comic Con, where he walks out there and Rob Schraub's design Transformer Iron thing, or right? Iron Man thing, yeah. where he mm-hmm. pulls that thing on back and does that bit, um, I ate that up. I ate that <laughs> up. I was uh, I, I was completely in because you know the voice of the show, the the, the best part of the humor uh, was missing from the show, mm-hmm. and Dan coming back meant it was going to be something I didn't expect and it was funny. Yeah, and it and very much was something that I didn't expect when we got season five and. I love oh, yeah. season five is almost the season that's most personal to me because I was so invested when it was airing. Because uh, yeah. season four was my first favorite or my first season that I watched live, and then season five was just so exciting because Dan was back, and it was sad that Troy was leaving, but that almost made me more invested because I really ate up those five oh, last episodes. That those you- oh my first gosh, yeah. five you were going to watch live, you were going to watch <laughs> on repeat. Yeah, I, yeah, no, when. And hey, Dan's coming back. <laughs> the show is oh, safe. Everybody's... Donald's leaving. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! What's gonna yeah. happen? Yeah. 
there's no worse combination of things you could have said. It's like, oh, you're going to give me everything I want, and then you're going to take half of it away. I mean, it was <laughs> it was really brutal. But, the show did a great job of, of making it work, though, I think. Yeah, it's a great did. finish, but, you know, go back and watch the first four seasons. How many times does Troy say, we can never stop being friends? You were out there, and you weren't looking for me. And yeah. the next thing you know, he's gone. Bye. I, ooh, that was hard. Yeah. If anything, I thought in season five they didn't do enough with Troy in like the first four episodes mm-hmm. or the first three episodes, and then four and five they really sent him off well. But it kind of felt like they were just giving him a couple of background jokes here and there for those first they, couple. They episodes. made a yeah. They, Dan talked about that in the last. He talked about I think that in the last year they they really had a choice. They either could just be make it do all that. Troy. If you make it all Troy, then you know the rest of the season's gonna suck because Troy's not gonna be there, and there's no mm-hmm. way you can get around that problem. And so that I they decided let's let's have these two really well focused episodes, and otherwise let's let's do a normal thing. And I guess it allowed them to kind of build the bones of community without Troy yeah, before he had did. even left in those first couple exactly. episodes. Kind of cement exactly. some of the relationships that he was a part of, independent of him. I think bring was. back Duncan, kind of mm. get the Hickey worked in. Man, yeah. Hickey is great. There's so many good things about season five. Mm-hmm. I think I love Paget and Keith David, but there are almost things I prefer about like the new kids they brought in for season five. I thought yeah. uh, really highly of Professor Hickey. I, I, there's so many bits. Jonathan Banks just deadpan. I fought for this country. <laughs> Stuff like that is just so funny. Yeah, he, he just isn't good enough to do to, mm-hmm. to establish mm-hmm. him better. I mean, that was and the same problem uh, for Keith David was mm-hmm. that yeah. you just don't have enough to make it all work well and what they were looking for is what they ended up doing with Paget, which is somebody who is grounded at like not just grounded they're the ground wire in any combination of things and so they're completely normal people dealing with these deeply not normal <laughs> group of people yeah I mean, and that was and that that made it funnier and it made it it improved the perspective of it i i Man, I love Paget's character, Frankie. I thought yeah. that was that was the perfect one. And they and what they what little they got right with Elroy was really good. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I it, you pointed that out well. I love that Paget is the person who Greendale is so far up its own ass that you almost yeah. forget how weird all the goings on are. <laughs> are. And then Paget is a normal or Frankie is a normal person in air quotes you know her kind of her darsan said it when we talked to him really well that her thing is that she so desperately wants to have a thing and be weird and quirky like everyone else but she yeah. just kind of isn't other than like playing the steel drums and stuff but i uh i don't know i think they did a really good job and it was nice to have someone to call the dean stupid in a way that jeff couldn't really do anymore god that mm-hmm. was so funny yeah, yeah. Th- th- they needed somebody to come in and say this is reality yeah. And in a way that worked. I mean, they were trying to do it with Hickey, uh, and that's part of what you see in the episode where uh, he handcuffs Abed. I think that's it, a great episode. Well, yeah, where they're, they're making this point about reality, and these people are dangerous combinations, particularly mm. for these people. It's going to go badly <laughs> for them. And so introducing and having uh, a Paget's character basically say, this is reality, and mm. it doesn't have to be painful. It just it just has to be a little bit more normal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and the same thing happened with uh, with a good bit of what Elroy did. Uh, yeah. Even though Elroy is ridiculous and funny in a completely different way, but they, you know, if you start the show over with Elroy, I think it works. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. Uh, uh, if you start the show with Hickey, you're going to have some episodes you're going to have problems with, but you still get the guy who's willing to be really harsh, yeah, and blunt. Uh, he's right there. So yeah, I think those. You know, look, 
season five says is basically saying, well, when I spent my year off, I spent a lot of time watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a really big part of it. That would make mm. sense why it's so much just literally darker, not darker yeah. in tone, just darker, darker in image season five. Mm. So the show gets canceled after season five. Uh, were you doing the rallying cry? Were you messaging Netflix and Hulu? I, I was doing was. all those things. I remember <laughs> watching the season finale of five and going, Dan, why did you have to put the thumb in the eye of NBC with this finale? It's yeah. you're making fun of the way they make television. <laughs> it was pretty great, though. I mean, oh, but, it, what else is Dan Harmon going to do? He's not going to say, please, sir, can I have some more? He's going to oh, no, say, no, no, no. Oh, you guys, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm better than all of you, and you I don't deserve you, my show. Yeah, you, I, you brought me back, and so this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. In the finale, I'm going to say, we're coming back for a sixth season. I'm going to look at the camera and have our favorite character <laughs> do that. And on top of that, our, so our tag will make fun of all the shows you put on there. And, and and then tell you what's gonna what happens you know you know if it gets picked up if anybody watches and then you know so you have that crazy uh, mind jacker thing and you mm-hmm. <laughs> you have the mummy detective oh my god joke. that's such a good end tag and it's so many NBC ridiculous... shows after Community was canceled were like that oh my that. gosh yeah Although, yeah oh, but you know that happens all the time he's making fun of the the joke but he's making fun directly of what NBC was doing mm-hmm. uh, NBC's current lineup did you see it, it came out like a month ago it's all the voice not and one Chicago comedy. shows and no comedies yep not really one comedy mm-hmm. in all their hours that's of crazy time. The only show that we watch on NBC, of Zoe. we watch This Is Us, and it's kind of a guilt. It's kind of a guilty pleasure. But Ugh, no, uh, thank you. <laughs> that's the only thing I watch on NBC. And anything that comes on after This Is Us is just some terribly written medical drama mm-hmm. that I see a couple seconds of. And NBC used to be you the can watch place House. for comedy. Yeah, you can watch House, and it's going to be funnier, smarter, Scrubs. and a better version of whatever you just watched. As far as yeah. you're looking for medical drama, go back yeah, and watch House. Yeah, House is a lot better. Yeah. House is way better. Like, I remember Wednesday and Thursday nights, like, NBC just being, like, the cha- Like, you didn't split. Like, some nights you'd switch, okay, let me watch this show on Fox and this one on. But that was, like, you stayed on NBC. Since you know, I was a teenager. All those, yeah. Sure, because that go- must-see TV goes back to, was it 80s or it's was it this, 90s? It's the 80s. Because um, yeah. mm-hmm. the 80s has the Cosby Show, and it mm-hmm. has Cheers, mm-hmm. it has Night Court. I watched mm-hmm. every episode of Ooh, Night, Night Court. Court. Nice. Loved Harry Anderson. Loved Marky Post. Um, John Lurkett. Absolutely. Uh, Mole, last character, his name was Mole. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of great, uh, I just named four people off a show I haven't seen in 30 years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Maybe it's time to watch Night Court again. Wow. Uh, no, I can't do it again. Uh, I, I know it, I just, I know all the beats to it now. Mm. I still remember lines from it, sadly. Uh, to some. <laughs> Says I mean, the man no. who has watched Community how many times? <laughs> I don't count anymore. <laughs> I think I'm like, seen, no, I just watched it a couple too many times. I think times. I've I seen season four, which is my least watched thing. I think I've seen season four six times through in total. Okay, that's almost, uh, that's not, that's almost a reasonable the, number. I've watched seasons one through three over so many times. I have no clue. I reset Netflix just so it'll leave me alone. <laughs> um, I watched uh, I'll tell you how bad when I watched the season 6 finale I watched that over and over for the entire month of June wow <laughs> wow Steven has you know this Steven's never seen the never finale seen of it. Community mm-hmm. I'm so excited to save see it. what you think save of it save it for the show I know. Where it makes sense, we have to at this point 
Um, it, it's such a great finale, and it's such a community finale. Uh, to touch on before we wrap this up about when season six was on, did you go into that season the whole time thinking this is probably going to be the last season, or oh, was yeah. it so? But I mean, you think Yahoo Screen is literally born to save community? <laughs> There's no way they'd be stupid enough to spend all this money on one season of one show with no future plan afterwards, and then they just did literally well, that. You know, the argument was that if they did well enough, they could might be able to do some more. And the problem was it. Yeah, I'm glad y'all are too young to experience Yahoo Screen. Oh, I did Yahoo Screen. You did? Okay. Yeah. yeah. What a horrible way to present things you want people to watch. <laughs> right? The commercials are out of sync. It was almost all Honda from the Same start. Same commercials so every time. I mm-hmm. cannot hear that two-note chime of Honda. Doom, doom. I can't <laughs> hear that without thinking of community at this point. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, That's I don't, so I'm not yeah, thinking about an accord. the finale over and over again for a month, you I'm def- sure, yeah. on <laughs> Yahoo's screen. Oh, God, yeah. And then... It, and then sometimes the commercials wouldn't run, and it would it would not start the commer- next section of the episode. It would and start then in the wrong it. section. Yeah, so like five seconds before the commercials start to run, the commercial runs, and it comes back and shows you five seconds, and then goes don't don't, and then you went right back to a black screen and back to the episode running. I mean, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, they they basically threw Community under the bus. You know, we knew their contracts were up. We knew that kind of stuff was over. We knew we were, we knew how close we got at the end of five. When, if mm-hmm. you were obsessed with community on Twitter, you knew the contract situation. That it would have that, to be so successful for them yeah. to draw up more contracts. Yeah. Oh, and that some people were probably ready to move Contracts on. that would have to pay these people at the level they were now. I mean, uh, Gilliland had already signed a deal to be with uh, on Love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and love was made by the people that made Forty Year Old Virgin and yeah, it's uh, a good show. super we bad like for crying out loud. I really like. I that mean, show. I mean, holy crap! She was that's a different level than a, a, yeah. a TV show wasn't doing well on NBC. That's a guy who makes multi million dollar, hundreds of million dollar Absolutely. movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judge Judge, Judge Apatow. Apatow. Uh, yeah, so this is a ridiculous level of, of opportunity for all of them. And you're not going to get uh, you're not going to get John Oliver back for anything. Mm. Uh, yeah, for crying out loud, Jim Rash has an Oscar. So you know the, <laughs> yeah. the chances. Of, <laughs> can you come back and wear wear dresses for us on a regular basis? That, that this is not going to happen. And they also mm. probably wouldn't have just contracted them for one more year. They probably exactly. would have done two or three or something. And I'm sure at that point, Gillian's got other stuff. Allison's got everybody's other stuff. got. Yeah, Allison was just Allison's, starting to take off yeah. properly. And look, Allison's the ridiculous find from the show i mean just just incredible uh gillian is too yvette it's a stat cast stellar cast uh, if you've watched any professional sport they can't keep 11 all-stars or whatever nine on the field all the time they're they just can't afford to do that they have to have their own opportunities to shine for themselves and and you know thankfully most of them have done that i mean kim's Kim's one of the most famous television all every night of the week i think at this point and that's great yeah. Everyone in the world knows who Ken Jong is. Every, and I mean, maybe and not Glow was, world, was so big. I only saw the first season of it, but I thought what? Glow was re- Glow, Glow, which was, was yeah. unjustly treated as well. Yeah, I thought that show was really good. I enjoyed it. Season one was good. Season three was better. Wow, really? I only watched the first Real, season. Oh, season season one's good. Season two feels like a bit of a lull, mm-hmm. but they're they're kind of resetting the story to some degree. Season yeah. three was great, and part of it was great because the cast basically said we need more input what's happening and and they nice. did and they they, they participated in, in the stories more 
I think Allison directs her first episode in season three. It's oh, that's season awesome. three's the best of the three. Is was that the last one? They were they were yeah. renewed for four and then canceled. They, and they got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, okay. So to wrap this up, I want to say so we're at we've we've been at such a high point for community, and I think how many podcasts there are shows how big of an explosion the show had that. All of a sudden, there we were all like, "Wow, people are going to want this content of Community. People mm-hmm. are diving so deep into it." What do you think's next? What do you think's next for the fandom? Do you think it's going to die down? Do you think we're just holding out for the movie? Uh, where do you think we are? What's the state of things? You know, I, I don't know. There's there, there's this really nice stasis that we're in, and look, I'm I'm one who wants the movie. I'm I'm 100 on with the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't want another season. I want a movie. Yeah. I don't want anything else of the movie because it's been the line we've used. So sure. let's 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 get it. Finished. That's what we're gonna get if we get it. If, if we yeah. get it, that's the most likely thing we get. But man, this fandom is so fun. I don't know what the future is. I, I can't. I could not have predicted to you last year that this year there would be so many 17 year olds who really yeah. love yeah. Danny Pudi. <laughs> I mean, can and you blame them? My brother and sister, uh, oh, he's they're fabulous. I agree like with them. 13 and 16, and they love Abed. They love the show, and they had never watched it before last year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a credit to the quality of the show, and it's a credit to the quality of the acting, and I you know, I don't know. I mean, at some point, I'm sure this is going to die down. Uh, you know, the the our growth as far as you know Twitter follows and stuff is, is not what it was last year, but last year it just got on Netflix, and we got to talk to Chris McKenna and... Joel McHale read. for 30 minutes on, on mm-hmm. a live thing and they had a table read and Sony contacted us to help us promote that and we yeah. you know, we reached out to the podcasters to help do that. I mean, we just had this great, great, great last year. And so, is it going to be less than last year? You betcha. Well, yeah, last year was insane. Yeah. Um, where's it going to be in five years? I, I still think they're going to be 17 year old kids who just don't feel like they fit in. They're going to find community and they're going to mm-hmm. tweet something about loving it. And I hope the admin reaches out and finds them. Yeah. Something that I love about community is that I was 17 or a few years younger when I fell in love with it. And I fell in love with the character and the, the characters in the world, but it, it taught me so many things about pop culture that, that I was too young to know. It, it, it turned me on to so many movies, actors, musicians, mm. just things that they would reference and I'd have to look it up and, and I'm, I'm grateful for that and it's cool now to see the next generation uh, is doing the same thing and not only are they finding community, they're they're going down the whole rabbit hole of, of learning about My yeah. Dinner with Andre and, and whatever else community throws at you. I would have never watched that movie without that show. Mm. Without that one episode. Sam, and I probably could have done without seeing the movie. <laughs> it, yeah, I it's a, know. It's, it's, it certainly is a movie. It certainly is a movie that is well made and well acted. <laughs> it's it's a it's a typical movie to some degree of the the art house stuff from the seventies, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. there was a bunch. Of, look, if the, you want to know the big reason why everybody's like, hey, let's do something like Star Wars, because Star Wars made money when the rest of them couldn't. Mm-hmm. They were doing a lot of dramas. They were doing a lot of things that they wanted to make uh and they weren't making stuff that was people wanted to see necessarily so this this part of what happens in the 70s with like movies like star wars the star wars made a movie it's like hey let's take a let's take a western and put it in space mm-hmm. and let's have lasers swords uh and that's it i mean they, they, they i would have watched that version of my dinner with andre that would oh, have right? that would have been a much better version <laughs> lasers well, would have really helped <laughs> it would have picked up the pace of eating the squab uh yeah <laughs> i mean there's it's, yeah, the it's just a part a of a genre of movies really that a there's a, to check on the food. 
yeah, there's, there's, there's some great <laughs> things out there. I mean, yeah. they're ridiculous in hindsight. Like, like no, don't go run out. Don't don't go watch my dinner with Andre. Mm-mm. Watch my dinner with Abed. Watch contemporary American film. Uh, what, watch, watch it three times in a row, adding and up yeah. to the you length have of been my happier. dinner with Andre. And you have a better emotional connection to the characters on that screen from mm-hmm. Community than you would from. Yeah, I don't even can't even remember their names. My dinner uh, with Andre, Wally. Yeah, yeah, it's other Wally than Andre, yeah, it's Wally. Yeah, well, it's Wally, but the, I don't remember his character's name. His name's Wally. Oh, his name's Wally. His too? character's oh, name is Wally. Yeah. Christ, no, yeah, don't <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> don't do that. Well, then, what about you outside of Community? What are things? Is there anything that you're really turned on to right now? Are there any shows, movies, music that you've been diving into? Uh, the Boys uh, on okay. Amazon. That's been a really good series. The in, uh, Invincible series that just dropped. Uh, I really the cartoon like series that. with Gillian's voicing uh, Adam. Adam. Newman. I didn't know she was in that. Well, what? go Google the show and look up the voice cast. There's a hundred people, it's and they're everybody all some of the most famous people in the yeah. world. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a, I, a lot of the now. I'm obviously in the anime. A lot of anime community is liking that show quite a bit because it's a little yeah. more. Um, and it's just adult. following the comics yeah. for the most part from 15 years ago, but it's it's not what people have seen. But it's really it's it was well done. Uh, the boys is well done. I'm trying to think of something else. Um, I mean, Shadow and Bone was interesting. That was kind of cool. I haven't heard of that one. It's on Netflix. It popped up. I watched it through. The Witcher's coming back. I enjoyed mm. The Witcher a great deal. Okay. So you know it's. The, so I like stuff I don't know anything about. There. There's, there's, oh yeah, there's, there's always something. There's, um, I enjoyed the first couple of years of Bosch, but you know I kind of like that style anyway, so that kind of mm-hmm. worked out. But no, there's no, there's no great comedy stuff that I've seen yet that I've just really gravitated to. And that's what mm-hmm. I, you know, there's nothing like what Dan does. So I'm looking forward yeah. to Rick and Morty coming back. Oh yeah, that's tomorrow. Um, well, as of recording, I believe that's tomorrow yeah. or tonight. Oh wow, somewhere around yeah. For, By the time this comes out, it'll have been out. I look yeah, forward I think to that it, too. Yeah, it's, yeah, so it'll it'll be coming out. And I'll be I'll be watching that again. I mean, that's um, the iCarly reboots coming up. We're all really excited about that one. I I have no intention of watching it for <laughs> I, me. I'm sure. But one of the writers of Community works on that show, and so if I on get the a new chance, I watch it. on the new iCarly. Yeah, and Who? he worked on the um. Oh, why am I Zach? His name's uh, Zach. Why can't I, you remember the? Is it P A E Z? Pays. Yeah, I, I, why am I drawing a blank? That's the Zach name that I remember, I think, yeah. from season one of Community. I talk to him every couple of months, but I've just drawn a blight. But yeah, he just worked on the, uh, he's, he's working on Carly Next, and he's working on, wow, what's the, he just worked on the other the other reboot of a show from the 90s with the, the female actress, uh, that's the main, it's on same network. I'm going to draw a blank on this, it was a silly what show. Punky Brewster. He just oh. he, was a, he was a writer and was on Punky Brewster. Yeah, I, I think that was a I think that was Peacock. Yeah, or was that Paramount Peacock. Plus? You know, I don't. I don't it's know ho- it. really hard to keep up. I, no, there, I there's think, so many that starts with P now, and then there's, there's just like eight different Paramount, different Peacock. Streams. A- AP Bio. I watch AP Bio. AP that. Bio is really great. That's mm-hmm. one of the, I would say, better. I guess it's not even a network comedy anymore, but not uh, anymore, one, of the, no. one of the better network comedies that kind of picks up the the torch that Community held for so long mm-hmm. a little bit. But nowadays, uh, comedy is so much more like shows built around a personality 
yeah, like yeah. A, a comedian or comedic presence that has their own show and it's like their voice and a lot and, of those are good. And it's but, a, yeah, but it's a cookie cutter and it's yeah. uh, it's not Zach. It was Clay Clay Lapari. He's on both of them. He wrote uh, mm-hmm. Recycled Cinema. Okay, and he was a, and he was a story editor before that. No, it's a. Uh, yeah, you know, look, just consume the stuff the community the people are now making, and mm-hmm. you'll be really happy. You get to watch Spider-Man. You get to watch half the MCU. You get to watch Loki. The showrunner for Loki was on Community, and then he was on Rick and Morty, and now he's running mm-hmm. the show for Loki. Well, so I've you, heard really good things about it. I think people I've heard really... good stuff about it, too. So, yeah, there's... Look, this 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 ridiculously, fabulously talented group They're of filming people. season three of Atlanta right now. Mm-hmm. Or making stuff. And yeah, and when Atlanta comes back, I'll watch Atlanta. I mm-hmm. love Atlanta. I thought Atlanta's just... It's so good. There's nothing Donald can't do, and we just have to mm. adjust. <laughs> we all just have to be patient and wait for him to do each thing. Because mm-hmm. yeah, he's Mr. got so he's, much going on. It's like, make another album. Star in movies. Mrs. Smith coming out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. That. That'll be incredible. Oh, yeah. That's going to come out, what, in 2023? I am all in on those two doing stuff together. Yeah. Never knew that I would want anything to do with Mr. and Mrs. Smith as a TV show, but <laughs> yeah, Donald but, Glover but and all of a sudden, I really do. I'm there. Yeah. I will, I will, yes, I, I will eat that up. That is that is going to be so much fun. Well, I think we've done this, and I want to end it just by, I don't know, I, I, I feel like we need to really thank you because you've yeah. done so much for us, so much for the community community, and I hope that uh, in all of the time you spend building people up that you take some time to build yourself up to because you mean a lot to us and I know you mean a lot to all the other podcasters and, and I'm sure hundreds and thousands of people in the community fandom so thanks for being around and thanks for doing everything you do I... yeah, Dad, thanks so much for you know <laughs> alimony has you, been coming in lately two things first I am so grateful for what you do there is no way to keep this love of the show going without people make content like you do. And I really enjoy the way you talk to each other and don't let this go to your head and please deal with it appropriately. But I I love you for it. I do. I really do. This is my favorite thing that I do outside of my own personal family. This is the most interesting thing. This is what I spend my free time on. I love you guys for what you do for it. Love all the podcasters, what they do for it. I love all the fans that make artwork. I love how people love the show, and I love how it helps people. Mm. There's no disliking that part. There's plenty of bad stuff out there. There's plenty of garbage out there. There's plenty of things. Look, The Boys is a fun show to watch, but that is a horrifying mm. show. <laughs> Community ultimately at the end says, yeah, these people are bad, but they ultimately at the end figure out how to care about each other. Mm-hmm. What, a, what a great reoccurring message. Yeah. So I'm I'm all in on that, and I, I appreciate what you do. And I think there's so many examples within the fandom of not just the messages the show sends out and the people who gravitate towards that, but the things that then those people do for each other, that uh, none of us are perfect people, and, and we all have this thing that we all love, and whether you're creating content, uh, something like a podcast or drawing a picture of the Dean every day, mm-hmm. uh, all of these things are are so essential to to, to positive mental health for me to have something like this to work towards and i think for everyone so it's it's such a cool thing to be a part of and it's it's great you share your life this way Mm -hmm. and i appreciate it all right well i think we've done it dad are you proud of us Steven, you got that? I love you we'll be able to use that Uh, you're gonna gonna say you clip that 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 on the mixer okay yeah I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> Prepare to to be my new alarm every morning. So <laughs>
I I am I am I have no answer for this. I really do think this is the silliest thing. And I, <laughs> I'm I'm glad you enjoy it. And when I play clips to my kid, the first thing is horror, but the second part is he's <laughs> laughing really hard. And that's that's you know, have at it. I always think we're tapped out of things to say about it, but. Uh, not yet, I guess. The well runs violently deep of things <laughs> that we have to say. <laughs> We're going to be out of just... stuff to say about community really soon. No, but the yeah, dad yeah. stuff will, will hold strong. You have so many things you've got to get through here. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't gatekeep any of this fandom, including... Do it, would this be my preference that uh, two of the podcasters call me dad every week? That No, I would not have put that on my list. <laughs> Uh, but I don't gatekeep anybody. <laughs> so you know, especially like, not your own kids. What a guy, M- William? No, I don't gatekeep William. <laughs> well, oh, old brother Willie, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Come on the show. Let's talk about how much we love our dad. Uh, everyone, I hope that you have a beautiful Father's Day spent with the the men that are closest to you in your life. Uh, we've got to head out now and head out to a a, a nice sensual picnic on the beach together. Just <laughs> it'll be the three. It'll be me. And, the picture will be me and Steven, but there's a third set of footprints that's been walking, <laughs> and that's 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 Matt right here. That community's on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for coming and doing this. It's always fun to chat with you. And happy Father's Day. I'm sorry we didn't get you anything. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being here. <sighs> thanks, guys. He said, that's okay. And he walked away, but his smile never did. It said, I'm going to be like him. Yeah, you know I'm going to be like him. And the cats I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Coming home that I don't know